0: B98.5's Tad, Drex, and Caro podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed.
1: Carrie in Alpharetta, good morning.
0: I have been trying to win tickets. I've been listening. You can't find them. They're <laughs> like $4,000 before fees. Jeez.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's I mean, ridiculous.
0: And what totally sucks is that there's probably some rich taking their six-year-old to the concert and here i am pushing 40 and i can't get a ticket
2: hold on a second what's wrong with somebody taking their six or in my case i'm taking my 10-year-old what's wrong with that i
0: think a lot of people are taking oh their god kids. yeah well a the price i mean you're spending a of dollars to take your kid to this show good luck ever hosting a roller skating Sparkle's birthday party in the
2: future. (laughs) You know
1: what? That is a great point. I brought my kid to Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. And it was like, I almost felt like he's being spoiled right now. I'm watching my kid get spoiled. There's no other performing arts event that is going to top this. Mm. So it's like grand opening, grand closing. Is that what you're saying? Like you're giving your kid too much?
0: Yeah. You're just like, that's it. Everything else is just going to be like subpar And I love Taylor Swift's new album, but I mean, there's profanity everywhere in the album. Hmm. So I'm like, what are you just like taking your kid out? They're out till 11 p.m. for a two thousand dollar ticket and she's dropping F-bombs. Like, what are we doing?
1: (laughs) And then you wonder also with the outfits, like when your daughter goes to try to wear a mini skirt. It's oh, gonna be Taylor when Swift's fault. cool in the morning. How is like it any
3: different than Madonna when she was so big when we were growing well,
2: up? And how is it any different than what our kids probably hear at home?
3: That's
1: true. <laughs> I mean, I, re- I guess I'd does, rather so them. Does hear- that make that right? I no, mean, it doesn't make it right. I yeah. told
3: my mom
0: that the Madonna era was probably not the most appropriate for me as a child. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> did you go see
0: Madonna? The cone bra? I did the cone. I tried to do the cone bra. Right. Not good.
1: And it destroyed you. Look at you. Now you're calling radio stations complaining that people are buying tickets for their kids. What can a girl do to get a ticket here? (laughs) That is the bottom line. (laughs) And an interesting take from Carrie and Alpharetta. I'm sure there's a lot of people planning to bring their kids to go see Taylor Swift. Carrie saying, no, that is just silliness. You're spending all that money for your kid. Why don't they wait till they're adults? Carrie off the phone.
2: If she's not, can we get this crazy lady off the phone?
1: She's calling to complain because kids are going and she's not. Well, they're taking up all the seats in the arena. And these are seats that adults who might like, especially depending on how old the kid is. They're not going to ever remember being at the concert. You're keeping them up late.
3: They will remember because I was one of those kids. I was four years old when I, my parents took me to my first concert. And I remember it like Still it remember? was wow. yesterday. That's, no, some of don't. my best, most favorite memories of my dad and growing up were going to see some of these shows.
1: What do you remember from the concert?
3: I remember we were had like first row balcony and Michael Jackson came out. It was the
1: victory tour. This you're four years old. I was four years old. You have memories from when you're four years old.
3: I vividly remember this. So they did like their set with the Jackson Five and then Michael came out by himself and like it was a spotlight on that glittered glove. And I, I've got tingles still. And I had to have one of those gloves. I still do. You know
1: what? You don't count because you remember everything <laughs> so well.
4: Most
3: kids will
1: not remember going to see a concert at that age. They
3: may not remember the concert, but they'll remember the experience they had with their parents.
1: I just had Carrie and Alpharetta on the phone a couple of minutes ago saying, uh, you know what? I'm upset because I've been listening. My girlfriends have been listening all day long. You guys are giving away tickets to go to Taylor Swift. And I'm not going to be able to go. But meanwhile, people like Drex are taking (laughs) their children to this concert. Why? I want to go. Spending all of that money? Trillion Marietta?
0: I just feel like that's a really ugly take because kids are people too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, why can't they go enjoy something? Like, I get wanting to go i definitely have had shows that i wanted to go to and could not get tickets for but why don't they deserve a ticket just as much as anyone else well, who would enjoy the it's show? just
1: you know you got to be responsible as parents and take your kids to appropriate things and what carrie was saying is the outfits are not appropriate she's up there wearing appropriate hardly any clothes. New
0: standards, yeah okay? <laughs> but up to the Parents decide whether or not it's appropriate. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you're taking to a strip show.
1: Thanks for the call, Randy and Ackworth.
0: Good morning, guys. I just wanted to chime in on the uh, whole Taylor Swift sure. ticket debacle. Go ahead. She was complaining about people buying tickets for their six year old, which I think is totally fine. But can we address the fact that she's almost 40 and she's that obsessed with going to a Taylor Swift concert? Ah. <laughs> I mean, come on. I'm almost 40 as well. I could care less about making it to this concert, but if I had a six or seven-year-old little girl, I would absolutely take her if I was able to do so. I have a four-year-old little girl, obviously I wouldn't take her, but when she's older, if she wanted to go, I would take her.
1: We talked to Carrie off the air. She says teenagers should be able to go to concerts. That's she the should age be thirteen before you go to your first concert.
2: Yeah, but you don't when your kid is under teenage years, right? You don't take them places for them. You take them places for you. Like you, we've all been to Disney World. You see the three year old at Disney World, right? The you, the parents take the three year old so they can have the experience, yeah. it's not the
1: three year old. That's another. Uh, debate because there's no way I would waste money taking a three year old to Disney. <laughs> w- right, but but think about the experience you have though, Tad. Like as a parent, watching them at the yes. time doing things for thousands of dollars yes. that they're never going to remember. Yes, <laughs> all of that. <laughs> you want to join the conversation? Give us a call: four zero four seven four one zero nine eight five. We're talking about whether or not kids should be allowed at the Taylor Swift concert.
3: Of course they well, should.
2: Is it, is it that the kids should be allowed because of, A, how much it costs, or that maybe it's borderline inappropriate? What is, what's what's your main hang-up, All Dad?
1: Of it. All of it. All of it. <laughs> Sarah actually heard what you just said a couple of minutes ago, <laughs> inboxed us on Facebook. She said, Drex is right. Parents take their kids because they want to go. Mm-hmm. It's not for the kids. So why are we using kids as pawns? Just admit that you're 40 and you want to see Taylor Swift. Leave the kids at home. You're spending six thousand dollars on a ticket. <laughs> Why not spend an extra hundred dollars on a babysitter? On a babysitter
3: guilty. What if the kid is the one that wants to see Taylor Swift? Kids get obsessions with these yeah. artists at a very young age and they love their music. And sometimes this is a once in a lifetime opportunity experience.
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm. I definitely. I would. I. I mean, I like to go. I'm. I'm looking forward to going, but I am looking forward to watching my daughter watch Taylor Swift sing along yes. to some of the, the the songs and all that. Hey, we right. might not even stay the whole time. We might just get a little taste and get out of there. Now, oh my, that's gosh.
3: insanity! That if you are going to spend people, that much money yeah, to see a concert, you, you stay the to end. the very end. Who yes. said
2: we spent that much money? What if I got the pre sale and I spent a normal amount? What if my There's wife
1: no owns such a, thing bis- as a normal amount? Even, hang on one second mm-hmm. though. Another point, Kara. Yes, when you were four years old and your dad was bringing you to Michael Jackson mm-hmm. concert, uh-huh. he probably a didn't have child care, I am guessing, but b those tickets back then. Probably 25 bucks, tops, no fees.
3: They did have childcare because my younger brother stayed with a babysitter. Mm -hmm. I was obsessed with Michael Jackson, like to the point where it was a little crazy. And my dad thought it would be the coolest thing. To just light me up and take me to see my favorite yes, artist. So yes. that's exactly what he did. And, that's and what like I said, I've got some of the most amazing memories of hanging out with my dad, going to concerts. There's no reason why kids shouldn't be allowed to go.
1: So it's just going to be interesting to see what Mercedes-Benz Stadium looks like after Carrie's call. A lot of uh, parents are probably realizing, you know what? You're absolutely right. I'm going to take my yeah. girlfriends instead of taking my she,
2: kids. Carrie totally what? changed my mind.
0: <laughs> we keep up with what's happening so we can tell you about the stuff that matters. Tad, Drex, and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5.
1: Sunshine today, 71. It's 49 in Midtown. We're protected by Breda Pest Management. to handle bugs and critters. What's going on, Kara? Oh, we do not want to hear the uh, the montage as good as it as good as it was, Kara, What's going on?
4: I'll
3: tell you if you're a black cat or a golden retriever in just a second. <laughs> but you know when you're on the B list at like a wedding or a big event when you're seated in the back or you're like a last minute addition. Right, Is that yeah, what that, right. is that, that's what that means? You're on the outside of the onion.
2: Oh, see, I always thought if you're seated at the back, that means you're closer to the bar. That means your friends know where to put you.
3: Yeah, not really. You're closer <sighs> oh. to the door, so nobody sees you as like,
2: oh,
1: right. <laughs> farther
3: away from <laughs> the main event. anyway. Wow, like, looks nothing like, like
1: reading too much into this stuff.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Prince Harry is getting sent to the end of the bench. His dad's big coronation is coming up next week, and Harry is set to be distanced from the rest of the royal family. won't be sticking around to shoot the breeze with the relatives either. He's going to be seated 10 rows behind the family and then make a quick exit. I guess these festivities are drawn out over three days, and he's only expected to attend the one official coronation day. Right,
2: And you know the camera's going to know exactly where he is seated 10 rows back.
3: I know. (laughs) Now, prepare to never look at your relationship the same. Have you heard about this black cat golden retriever theory? Not me. Basically, if you are a likable, friendly personality, you usually end up with someone a lot more chill and reserved than you are. So Mm -hmm. the likable, friendly, outgoing personalities are the Golden Retrievers. The people who are more chill and reserved, like to keep to themselves, they're the black cats. Kind of the opposites attract kind of thing. One person always tries to make their partner smile, but the other just barely cracks a smirk.
1: So if you watch some of the examples of this on TikTok, it is an annoying boyfriend who can't keep his hands off of his girlfriend, and she's sitting there with her arms crossed like, get away from me.
3: I am definitely the black cat. My husband is the golden retriever, For sure. 100%. For
1: sure. Can
2: golden retrievers not be in relationships with golden retrievers, and can black cats not be in relationships with black cats?
1: I think you're more likely to have golden on golden than you are cat on cat.
3: Now Maybe. y'all are reading way too into things.
1: <laughs> Maybe the wording there was
3: wrong. <laughs> right,
0: yes. You goofed. And now you need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara are going to help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5.
1: Savannah, you're needing to ask your husband forgiveness, and I understand there's a baby involved?
0: Yeah,
3: yeah, our five-week-old daughter. Oh,
1: my god. Five gosh. weeks old. Congratulations.
3: Thank you. It's been a journey. <laughs> As a new mom, I totally understand everything that's coming out of your mouth right now.
1: So what's the issue? Is your husband not with you right now? Did you kick him out or what happened?
3: We got into a pretty big fight about the
0: situation with our daughter. Um,
2: What what happened? You say, so he's not at the house, hasn't been at the house for a couple days.
0: His mom wants to see our baby girl, but she doesn't want to travel here. So um, he's arranged to take the baby to visit. Okay. I'm not invited.
2: You weren't invited to... What?
0: Honestly, his mom has never really been a fan of me to begin with. Oh, Mm. jeez. The wedding was, like, really weird. She sat there with her arms crossed the whole time, and I guess I thought having the baby would kind of, I don't know, extend the break like an olive branch, but... Nothing yeah. has really changed. Yeah,
1: babies always make things better. <laughs>
0: she blames me for like stealing him away uh, and moving
3: him
1: to Atlanta. Oh, jeez!
3: Shouldn't she be thanking you for helping bring a beautiful granddaughter into this world?
1: Well, the bigger question is, Cara, if your husband wanted to take your son Riker on a trip, would you let him alone? Five weeks?
3: Absolutely not.
1: Savannah, what's your daughter's name? Aaron. Your husband wants to bring Aaron without you yeah did you throw him out or did you just get into a fight and he left or what was going on there
0: we had a huge argument like the biggest we've ever had and um he said i was being unreasonable and i told him to leave and you know he can't even think about taking aaron on the trip so i'm just super emotional about the whole situation and having a screaming five-week-old doesn't help and i'm just like out of my mind tired so i don't know i've just had time to cool off and um I would like to apologize to him and get him home and, and figure this out together.
1: Yeah. Doing this on your own is probably not yeah. much fun. So why uh, don't you no. do us a favor and sit tight? We're going to try to get your husband, Josh, on the phone, see if we can get some forgiveness. Have you tried to reach out to him on your own?
0: Um, it's just been like small one-word text. He does check in on Aaron, obviously, but yeah. we, we're not really
1: talking. Oh, so. All right. Hopefully we can change all that next. Sit tight, okay? Okay.
0: You need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5.
1: Savannah and her husband, Josh, have a five-week-old baby girl, and Josh's mom wants to meet the baby but isn't really interested in seeing Savannah. There's some tension between the mother-in-law and the daughter-in-law, and it caused a big argument. Savannah, sit tight. We're going to see if we can talk your husband into coming home and forgiving you. Hello. Hello. Hey, is this Josh? Yeah, it is. It is. This is uh, Tad Drex and Kara from B ninety eight point five. How are you? I've been better, but what's going on, Josh?
2: Are you? Do you happen to be married to Savannah? Have a, a new baby girl named Erin? Do we have the the right Josh on the phone? Yeah, that's right. Okay. We're not
4: really talking right now, but yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. What's going on? You know, new baby issues and stuff. She need, you know, we just need a little space to sort some stuff out and. Uh, I'm busy at work, so we'll be all right.
3: So I get having a new baby is super stressful, but you were trying to take a five-week-old away from her mother and go on a trip?
4: Yeah, my mom doesn't really. She's not a big Savannah fan, let's put it that way.
2: Mm. I don't mean to be presumptuous, but where does your mom live? Because you you have a British accent.
4: She lives in London, Crystal Palace. She lives in London?
3: What? (laughs) <laughs> oh no!
2: I
4: have to do this. Like the financial stability kind of depends on it.
1: All right, let's let you know that Savannah's actually on the phone with us. This is a feature on our show called "Forgive and Forget." Uh, Savannah, you never mentioned that your husband was British and taking your kid to London. That's different. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> there's That's that. a little <laughs> small. Okay, and then Josh, what are you talking about? Financial future depends on it, and you have to.
4: I don't know if I can talk about. But our pregnancy and our stuff like that, can
0: I do that? I think it's okay. A lot of people go through IVF. So. Oh,
1: you, you guys had to use IVF? Uh, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah twice. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Twice. Oh,
4: two rounds of IVF.
0: I mean, it was obviously worth it, but it's been a lot.
4: Obviously, definitely worth it. But we're just over 40 grand in the hole now. Um, but
0: as soon as, like in a few weeks, I'm planning on going back to work so I can help out. And um, I think we'll get yeah, back we'll on our feet.
4: What if you didn't have to? What do you mean? If she gets to see the baby for a week in London, then she'll scratch us a check for forty grand. Like she'll what pay for it? and did she stipulate Josh, no, Savannah? It kind of goes without saying they don't get on. I mean, they have never oh they don't talk. Like Josh, your mom is
0: bribing you to bring her granddaughter to see her. This is complete manipulation.
4: It's not. She's just. It's it, not.
0: She's paying you forty wow. oh, thousand dollars.
1: Forty thousand,
4: but yeah. Um, oh, forty thousand
1: is aren't pounds worth more than dollars? Oh, we're we well, I mean, not to split hairs here, but
4: we'll come out with about fifty-two grand. Oh my gosh!
0: This is not about money. This is <laughs> only like tip of the iceberg. If you allow this, what what is next from her? This is so inappropriate. This is
4: ridiculous. Yeah. There's a there's a boundary issue here for sure. Take the money off the table, right? Imagine the money isn't even there at oh, all. She still has a right to see her granddaughter.
0: But you just you told know? me the money uh, is no. on the table, so we're having a completely different conversation now.
1: What if uh, Savannah went with you? Just yeah. get a hotel. You don't have to see mom. Right. They can spend a little time together. You get that money. I don't know. The bottom line here is that Savannah called looking for your forgiveness, Josh, because she said... She definitely wants you and the baby and her all to be together as a family one way or another. And I feel like you're making progress here. Do you forgive her?
4: Of course I do. This isn't me running away. This is me giving you space. Well, I, I, I
0: need you I, I need you I, I, you have to come home.
4: I want to be home. I love you. I want to be home with you guys. But I have to go to London.
1: Savannah, it sounds like we got a deal. We got money on the table. You weren't going to see the mother-in-law anyway. You can go to London. You can be with little Aaron.
4: I'll put you up in a spa hotel for for, for like oh, half geez. the week. Like, I knows. know.
0: I'll, I mean, I don't you, think we you, can afford that, but thank you We so much. can now. We're walking away with
2: 52 grand.
1: Savannah, I would hold out for a better deal. <sighs> you want to stay at Buckingham I Palace.
2: Maybe <laughs> Josh just get home as soon as you can. I right
1: now. This
2: is a little <laughs> <thing to> start. <laughs> right, but uh, Josh, maybe you can get home and, and you and Savannah can have a conversation. Savannah, you okay with that? Yeah.
1: All right. Best of luck to you guys. Thank you. Our Thank fee you. for helping you out is twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> <Right. laughs> All the love in the world to you guys. Good luck with that newborn. Right. Thank you.
0: you. On the next, forgive and forget on B ninety eight point five.
1: So there's no real good time to break up with someone, but there certainly is a terrible time. Scott needs forgiveness and to have his head examined. Tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock on Forgive and Forget. Rex versus Kara playing Beat Shazam this morning. Five seconds to name that tune. And you know, we are your Taylor Swift station. Sure. And with that, we have a little bit of an exclusive. You know how artists, before they come to town... Their uh, management will send over a list of demands, like mm-hmm. somebody's got to go in, they need to slice the peanut M&M's open, remove the peanuts, but then seal the, the M&M's back oh, together man. and make sure there's no blue ones.
3: And then don't forget, it's got to be color coordinated. You got to exactly. sort all those yeah, colors, Yeah, yeah,
1: I like it. So for today's Beach Shazam, I present a list of songs that are forbidden from being played backstage before a show. We all have like a little oh, pregame, right? Okay. Taylor would not. If she hears one of these songs before a concert,
4: not night's ruined. It.
1: She won't be able to sing. She won't be able to go on stage. Oh, we don't want Josh. that. Nope. Song number one, Kara.
3: John Mayer, No Such Thing.
1: She don't want to hear no John Mayer. I want to run under- For your first, I song, am. Yeah, yeah, a little nervous here. These Songs are forbidden from being played backstage at a Taylor Swift concert.
2: She take my money Well, <laughs> I'm in the heat. Yeah, so probably not a fan of Kanye West and Gold Digger. <laughs> yes, sir. Nice ain't singing, she a gold digger, uh, but she ain't messing with no broke. Uh, I ain't saying
1: she a gold digger. All right, back over to Kara. Basically, these are people who have feuded with Taylor right, Swift, right. and she wouldn't want to hear these backstage.
3: Demi Lovato, confident.
2: Um, you can get, you can give it to her. What's
3: wrong with being
4: confident? Oh. All
1: right, back over to Drex. We are in round two. These are songs and artists that cannot be played as a pre-show at Taylor Swift concerts.
2: I mean I heard they were they were okay with each other though, right? Probably still, but still there's still yeah, some are little right. fresh. There's still some bad blood there. Are, so that's I Kissed a Girl by
1: Katy Perry. Yes, sir. So. I
4: kissed a girl I liked it. The
0: taste
2: of her
1: cherry it. Alright, back over to Kara. Final round of Beaches mm-hmm. Zam. Songs forbidden from being played backstage at a Taylor Swift concert.
3: Baby, this is mm-hmm. what you came for. Uh, Calvin Harris and Rihanna. This is what you came for.
1: Yes, sir. And when I say Not sir, I mean like, <laughs> yes, sir. How people say yes, sir. <laughs> All right, Drex, are you show some no, no, How I'm, dare you?
2: We don't. We don't see gender here. All right, your fan.
1: final song, Drex.
2: So Jonas Brothers and is that? I think it's Only Human. That is correct. We
1: dated Joe. Uh, yeah. I so would take the time to go into why they're all feuding, but <laughs> I got time for that. We know. Oh,
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Tad Drex and Cara podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and hear the show weekday mornings from five to nine a.m. on B ninety eight point five.